Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. It is 2.32 in the afternoon. This lovely Saturday. September 17th, 2022. I had every intention to get up, sleep for like two hours. Yeah, get up and go to this. They had, uh, what they call harvesters at our church. What's the, and then the prayer meetings uh, on Saturday morning. So I was like, you know what? I need sleep, man. I'm glad I didn't like actually sign up on the little checklist. But I need sleep. I need some rest. Uh, I could use, yeah, for those of y'all that pray. Prayer warriors, help a brother out. Please pray. Uh, cause I am, I got, I feel like I got all these little, these big decisions to make and not like that big, big, but just work type, work type situation. Like, yeah, cause I have some opportunities to possibly like get into like some IT type work. Like I met this guy who's a, he's a, um, what do you call him? I'm blanking out all of a sudden. Uh, software engineer. There you go. And oh yeah, that's the one thing because the bank he was working for sounded pretty stressful. But part of that was because he's <clears throat> it's a smaller bank. So we were just we were just talking about that because I could relate. I yeah, I worked at a big bank. I worked at U.S. Bank, I worked at Commerce Bank, and I worked at a small bank. I worked at all three types of banks, so I've seen I've seen the differences between the three. And the biggest thing is one of the biggest things is technology. And that, as especially as a millennial, that has a big impact on you being able to do your job well. You know, some older folk from my dad's generation, they don't really they actually could care less. My generation, we can tell a difference when your bank and banks are a lot of times slow, especially the smaller ones, to embrace a lot of the change or whatever in technology. Anyway, we had a whole really good talk a few days ago, a few nights ago. And I was like, I could do that. I could totally do his job. Like, I just got to get the little certifications or whatever. Uh, But yeah, like cybersecurity and all that. And a lot of the a lot of the people that do that, they work from home. And you're just putting out fires. Pretty much all you're a firefighter. That's all you are on on the on the computer. And explaining to the management why their software is not working the way they want it to. Or email, blah, blah, blah. All right, so uh yeah, we'll see. Because I need another stream of income. Like my brother has been saying, he's like, man, big little bro, if I had to depend on Uber to pay the rent, uh, yeah, I would just go get a job. Because, yeah, this is wearing on me. Like all the different people that get in my car. And I don't mind talking to folks, but I'm really like my voice is starting to like even I shouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Allergies are acting up. Struggling to talk. And uh, yeah, I don't know what germs I'm exposing myself to. 
back to Instacart and put, oh, Lord Jesus, I pray to God I never have to do that. Oh, no. No, Lord. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Anyway, what else? What else is going on in my life? Still single as a Pringle. Uh, I got some, I can share some stuff about that, but yeah, please pray for me on that. Not really talking to anybody for real, for real. All right, here we go. We're in Hosea chapter two. Israel's adultery rebukes. So the Christian standard version. Read now the Tony Evans study Bible. Back on that kick. All right, rebuke your mother. Rebuke her for she is not my wife and I am not her husband. Let her remove the promiscuous look from her face and her adultery from between her breasts. Otherwise, I'll strip her naked and expose her as she was on the day of her birth. I'll make her like a desert and like a parched land. I will let her die of thirst. I'll have no compassion on her children because they are the children of promiscuity. Yes, their mother is promiscuous. She conceived them and acted shamefully for she thought. I will follow my lovers, the men who give me my food and water, my wool and flax, my oil and drink. Therefore, this is what I will do. I will block her way with the, with horns. I will enclose her with a wall so that she cannot find her paths. Mm. This doesn't sound good at all. She will pursue her lovers, but not catch them. She will look for them, but not find them. Then she will think, I will go back to my former husband. For then it was better for me than now. Uh, I can relate. I actually had that thought. It it wasn't. Yeah. I think about going back to my former wife recently a lot. Uh, just that thought comes up, like, man, life was a lot easier when I was married, even though it was a struggle. It was a lot easier than this. But she's remarried, so that would take a miracle. And even if, even then, I've been advised not to, not to, uh, even that opportunity arose. Somebody advised me not. That wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, that would, I would need like the angel of the Lord to come and speak to me on that one. I know it's happened before. People have been divorced, dated other people, married other people, and then got back together. So, yeah. Alright, <clears throat> I know my kids will love that. I'll never forget the first time we tried to reconcile after the divorce. And I'll never forget my son Matthew saying, is daddy coming back home? Man, like, I will never forget that. I will never forget that. And Matthew is not a talker. Matthew's pretty quiet. So when Matthew talks, like, it's something important. Like, I listen. Other kids, they talk all the time. But Matthew, he's, yeah, he's the quiet one. All right, <clears throat> let's keep going. She does, verse 8. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. Got the very white voice going on with this. 
a little frog ribbit in my throat. All right, verse eight. She does not recognize that it does not recognize that it is I who gave her the grain, the new wine, and the fresh oil. I lavished silver and gold on her, which they used for ball or bail. You know the little guy. I can't remember. Did I? I looked this up. It's bail, I believe. Is that right? I think it's bail. Anyway, sorry, I'm out of it, y'all. I really just want to go back to sleep. But I got to go make this money. Because ain't nothing going on but the rent and the child support. All right, verse 9. Therefore, I will take back my grain in its time. And my new wine in its season, I will take away my wool and linen, which were to cover her nakedness. Mm. It's interesting. I was just talking and... I'm, went this other church I've been going to on Friday nights they have uh, life groups or cure groups and uh, kind of like a light, almost like house church a little bit yeah and uh, yeah we were talking about vulnerability being able to be vulnerable that's why I love this podcast because it's like outside of this and then my brother and then writing between this, my brother, and writing, like this is the bet. Like these are the main places I'm able to like be truly naked, and and with the Lord in prayer, you know, about what I have going on and what I'm struggling with, and you know, prayer requests, desires. But anyway, I was telling them about how my brother and I had this thing we call we call we just say call it naked time, and it's usually we'll we'll say it before we start talking. And it's just a time where it's like no judgment-free zone. Like, I'm about to tell you something. I'm prepping you. I'm about to tell you something that I'm struggling with and or something that I did that I'm not, you know, I did it, but I'm not, I know I'm not, I should have done it. I know I'm not proud of it. And so it's very cleansing to be able to do that, you know. And what makes it even more cleansing is when we're able to pray for each other. Like, you know what, I'm just going to pray for you about that right now, you know. Um yeah and very few men have a place there's a recent pastor it was brought up that uh had a scandal or whatever and, you know it happens unfortunately quite often not not a whole lot but yeah when it happens it's pretty devastating and in those situations i'm always like my brother and i we talk about this like who did that person have that they could have gone to to really be like you know what or like like either check them in a loving way, be like, Noah, have you considered, you know, these alternatives? Like, that That sounds like it's a dis- road of destruction, you know? Or to, yeah, to, just to be able to just say, hey, I'm, deal- I'm doing this stuff. Uh, can you pray for me? I know it's not right, but, like, yeah. Or uh, part of me doesn't think that it's not right. You think that it is, it is okay to do this. Anyway, just somebody there to like to just unload on and then pray for you. Not just unload on them, but actually pray for you. That's why I like seeing my yeah, my counselor at church. He's another one that I can be naked with. Um, anyway, nakedness. And this makes me think of uh, uh, Noah when he got drunk. And then you got Shem and Japh- Japheth. Japheth, how you want to say that? Who covered their father's nakedness, but Ham is the one who exposed it when it told his brothers. Um, there's so much there's a lot of power to that 
I personally feel like when you pray for somebody and intercede for them, it's like covering their nakedness, uh, providing them warmth, providing them comfort, providing them like um, loving them. Yeah. Loving somebody into the kingdom, like to the where they want, like you're the, literally the hands, the feet of Jesus. Um, after our dad, yeah, one more thing. When our dad used to spank discipline us when we were kids, everyone has different opinions on spanking. Um, I personally not a big fan of it, but I will say the spanking that that, that weren't like over the top that our father gave us. Uh, they yeah, probably kept I want to say kept me out of a lot of trouble and taught me to respect authority. Um, and our dad used to always hug us after he gave us spankings. And anyway, let's go. Verse 10. Now I will expose her shame in the sight of her lovers and no one will rescue her from my, no one will rescue her from my power. I'll put an end to all her celebrations, her feasts, new moons and Sabbaths, all her festivals. I will devastate her vines and fig trees. She thinks that these are her wages that her lovers have given her. I will turn them into a thicket and the wild animals will eat them. And I will punish her for the days of the bales to which she burned incense. She put on her rings and her jewelry and followed her lovers, but she forgot me. This is the Lord's declaration. It's so easy to forget the Lord, but he never forgets us. I got stories on stories about that. Or just to act like he's not there, to act like he's invisible. <laughs> it's funny because God is invisible like right now, but he's made himself visible in so many ways and tangible through his son, Jesus, and through his church and his Christian. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep going. Israel's adultery forgiven. Verse 14. Therefore, I am going to persuade her, lead her to the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. There I will. Wow. There I will. Yeah. Our dad used to, when he used to hug us. He used to always uh, pray with us, too, sing over us a lot. There I will give her vineyards back to her and make the valley of Acor into a gateway of hope. There she will respond as she did in the days of her youth, as in the days she came out of the land of Egypt. In that day, this is the Lord's declaration. You will call me my husband. And no longer call me bail, call me my bail, or trouble, or my master. For I will remove the names of the bales from her mouth. They will no longer be remembered by her. They will no longer be remembered by their names. On that day, I will make a covenant for them, with the wild animals, the birds of the sky, and the creatures that crawl on the ground. I will shatter bow, sword and weapons of war in the land, and I will enable the people to rest securely. <clears throat> I will take you to be my wife forever. I will take you to be my wife in righteousness, justice, love, and compassion. I will take you to be my wife in faithfulness, and you will know the Lord. On that day, I will respond. This is the Lord's declaration. I will respond to the sky, and it will respond, and it will respond to the earth. The earth will respond to the grain, the new wine, and the fresh oil, and they will respond to Jezreel. I will sow, sow her in the land for myself, and I will have compassion on Lo Rahuma. I will say to Lo Ami, you are my people, and he will say, you are my God. 
Let's see what these Tony Evans have to say. Tony notes. Tony, Tony, Tony notes. Uh, the mother in view here is Israel's leadership. By following after Baal, Israel had thanked and worshipped the wrong God. Thus, the Lord would end their plentiful harvest. God poetically expresses abiding love and compassion toward his people through Hosea. He stands ready to forgive. He'll restore their fortunes and take them back to the days when they were first married, when she came out of the land of Egypt and rejoiced in the God who saved them. Israel will come to their senses, repent, and call the Lord my husband. Don't ever think you <clears throat> don't ever think that you can't experience a reversal of fortune. God delights in welcoming back his wayward children. Parable of the prodigal son. Wow, I literally this is a sermon that they just preached on when I went Sunday night. Was this no Wednesday night? Preached this on Wednesday. Night. That would have been. Uh, I really need to do a better job of keeping an actual diary of some sort, or a journal, or start another podcast. All right, the fourteenth, nine fourteen twenty two. Wow, God, you're amazing. Lord, thank you for this word. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're restoring our fortunes right before our very eyes, even though. We can't see it, Lord. Lord, this throat, these allergies, this nose, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. I need to be able to function, Lord, and this is miserable. Can I please have some healing, a healing touch without having to go get some tussing? I really don't want to get no tussing. I might have to go get some tussing because this tea ain't cutting it. Thank you, Jesus, for this tea. Thank you, Lord, that it, uh, what I'm dealing with is not worse than it could be, that I can actually get up and talk right now and function. I just pray as I go out and pick up folks, Lord, that you continue to use me as your vessel for all the other Uber drivers and people out here that have to work today or just out trying to have fun. I just pray, Lord, protect our city, God. Protect it from any more shootings, any more just... Uh, destruction and lord we just thank you lord that the christians in this world are and especially here in kansas city are occupying all the areas where satan has had dominion this is the day you have made we will continue to rejoice and be glad in it and lastly our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven yes thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as in heaven, I'll say it one more time. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. For now and ever, for now and ever, for now and ever. I can't remember what my uncle used to say. He's like blessing and glory and honor and power, dominion forever and ever. Amen. Man, I want to go back to my grandma's church, man. I got some good memories going there. I wish everyone could experience my grandma's church, at least, and my grandpa's church. They, yeah, they both came out of the same, on my dad's side and my mom's side, they both came out of the same religion, Church of God, Saints of Christ. Even though there's a lot of religion in there, and uh, a lot of it's like this customary practice, like a lot of it's more of like um, tradition 
it's it's almost like black Judaism in a way, but they still, but it's like messianic Judaism. That's the best way to describe it. And um, there's something about it's beautiful and sacred and just there's no instruments. There's something beautiful about being able to hear the person next to you singing, even if they're off key. And anyway, and then, yeah, you'd be in church all day and they would eat in between. I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid, but yeah, I used to take naps on the back pews, my brother and I. Anyway, back in the day when I was a kid. I'm not a kid anymore. Some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.